This episode of the Thrive Life Podcast is presented to you by Roar Alexander, powered by Thrive Life International and home of the Thrive Life Challenge. Get ready to discover everything you want to know about fitness, nutrition, and optimized healthy lifestyle hacks to help you truly earn your Thrive Life. Also, be sure to keep up with Roar at www.roaralexander.com and share the Thrive Life podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, or the Thrive Life podcast page on Facebook. Now, with no further delay, let's get on to the show. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. I am nutrition, fitness, and active lifestyle expert, Roar Alexander, and you are listening to Thrive Life, the show for high-performing entrepreneurs or people who are just on it and people who want to go get it. So thanks for tuning in today. Uh, how do you like the new intro? I hope you like it. Uh, just got that made up. I think it sounds pretty funky. I'm uh, digging it quite a bit, and a very big thanks for uh, hooking me up with that. Um, so yeah, so anyways, like I said, welcome to the Thrive Life Podcast. I am Roar Alexander, and today we got a great show for you. Today we are going to be talking about my top travel tips and travel hacks. Things that are going to make you be able to come back feeling better, feeling more energized than when you left. Because as we all know, traveling is awesome, but most people come back from their holidays more tired and feeling crappier than they did when they left. And that is not the point of holidays. That is not the point of traveling. The point of traveling is to go and have a great time and optimize a little amount of time you get. So we're going to have a whole bunch of tips today. Uh, I, you know, we have so many. We're going to talk about you know, pre-planning. So this is before you get on the plane, while you're on the plane, and after you get off the plane. So we're going to cover a whole gamut of stuff today. So I uh, hope you're looking forward to that. So if you haven't checked it out yet, please make sure you go to my website at www.roaralexander.com and please share this podcast. We are on SoundCloud, iTunes, and of course, the Thrive Life Podcast by Roar Alexander Facebook page. So make sure you check that one out as well. Share that with everybody because we need more likes. I think we're only up to like 10. I need a lot more than that. Come on, I give you guys some really valuable stuff here. So let's get this thing rocking. And unlike most podcasts, I am bringing you information from all over the world. Most podcasts, you know, they're just in the United States and they just talk to other Americans or just in Canada and they just talk to other Canadians. Um, I am probably one of the very few wandering podcasters uh, in fitness and nutrition anyway who has actually traveled uh, in good chunks around the world. Uh, if you listen to this podcast, you know uh, I travel a lot. Uh, in fact, just next month, oh my goodness, in the next six weeks, eight weeks, I have, now let me try to get this all straight. I have Myanmar. Followed by India, where I'm going to be um, going along with celebrity Hollywood trainer Ramona Berganza. If you don't know her, she has trained everybody from Kate Beckinsale, um, uh, Halle Berry, Jessica Alba. She just finished up um, with the, the crew of 50 Shades of Grey 2. Uh, she was the trainer to the head two people on there. Uh, and she's right now in New York City with uh, Michael Weatherly on the set of his new show, Boss. She's actually his trainer and um, kind of assistant there for uh the entire first season um so i'm going to be going to india with her we're doing a three city tour uh and then from there i have whew, what's next okay then we have 
Mm, Philippines. Philippines is in there somewhere. Bali, where I'm going to be uh, co-hosting a retreat um, right down there in Bali. That's going to be great with a friend of mine named Ninith, a really great little fitness pro down there in uh, Indonesia. So we're going to be in Bali. Then it's off to Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. Oh, sorry, I forgot. Um, not Kuala Lumpur, Johor. Johor, Malaysia uh, is in there. And then from there, I come, uh, it's back to Thailand. And then again, I shoot to Malaysia again the very next month to go back to KL. So tons and tons of traveling. And as a fitness pro, you know, I really have to stay at least in, in decent shape. I mean, you know, I'm not really running around trying to win any, um, you know, swimsuit awards here. You know, I'm at 41. I don't really care about that kind of stuff. But I'm more interested and keeping my health optimal, keeping my, you know, staying in good shape, but keeping, you know, my, my energy up, keeping my brain function up, and uh, just having the energy to deliver all these courses and stay healthy while I travel. Because you guys know that those airplanes and all that, those are all petri dishes of recycled air and crappy food. So, you know, you, you got to be on the ball when you're doing a lot of traveling. So I've kind of arranged my drop travel tips that we're going to be talking about today. And you know what? We don't want to waste a lot of time. We're going to jump right into it. Just remember that my Thrive Life Challenge is coming out later this year. And please also make sure that you understand that 5% of anything that goes through my businesses, whether it's my own um, fitness consulting, through Thrive Academy, through my new um, Fiverr. I have a, I have a new uh, fitness program on Fiverr. You can get for $5, $10, or $15. I'm not looking to make a lot of money on this. I want to start getting money going in on my Help Everybody Thrive charity. So that's my big thing on Thriver. Fiverr, sorry. Let's Thriver on Fiverr. But no, that's my big thing on Fiverr. I really want to start getting some money rolling into my charity. So please make sure you check that out. Uh, check out my gig on Fiverr.com. I think you'll like that. That's F-I-V-E-R-R.com. Uh, if you can't find it, just go to www.roralexander.com. Check through my blog. I'll also have a link to it uh, on, the, um, on the website as well, down in the uh, footer. So, anyways, guys, let's get on to today's show. So, tip number one is going to be plan ahead. This is kind of one of the biggest things you have to do when you are traveling. You have to plan ahead. Um, you know, I, I really don't make any trips without planning ahead. I've got it really down to a science now. So, number one, most of you, if, if you listen to the other shows, understand that I try to use Airbnb a lot. I really don't like hotels. I think they're overpriced. Um, I don't like that, you know, I don't, I don't want to rent just a bedroom, so I want to rent an apartment. So that's why I like Airbnb, because you have the kitchen, um, and then, you know, you have the, the ability to cook, and I look for places that come with usually a gym, a swimming pool, you know, saunas, if, if possible. Um, but, you know, a gym, a gym is pretty much in a kitchenette, at least, you know, somewhere where you can heat up some food and keep some food cold. Those are going to be your two, uh, my two kind of... Um, you know, uh, non-negotiables. I won't really budge on those. Those are a must. And if I have to go to a regular hotel, I still look for some kind of kitchenette because I really don't want to eat outside food a lot. Not a big fan of eating outside food. So number one, look for a room that has the things a healthy person needs to stay healthy, which is the ability to control the ingredients that go into your body and the ability to exercise at least half optimally you know you're not going to get obviously the, the, the you know an amazing gym you know for the most part usually it's going to be a condo gym that'll have some treadmills uh, usually a little bit of dumbbells some machines but that's going to be better than you know most other places you go and get motels or you know cheaper hotels 
don't have any of that, um, you know, unless you're kind of going to the four star and the five stars for the most part, you're not really going to get decent stuff. But the nice thing about Airbnb is it tends to be condos, you know, uh, and then a swimming pool is always awesome too. So if I can't get a gym, you know, a swimming pool is great because, you know, you can do your push-ups and your squats, you can do some running, um, and then you can also use the pool. So planning ahead is definitely a big one. Then I have a little list when I uh, message people at Airbnb. So what you can do is, you know, before you book, you can ask a whole bunch of questions. You can do this at hotels too. And some of the things I ask is, you know, first of all, is the kitchen working? Because I have booked rooms before where you, I had a hotel just last year actually said came with a kitchenette. I got there and they had the kitchen unhooked. So they actually unhooked the whole thing because they want to get rid of it because they had too many people like, I guess just stupid people almost setting fires. So they were getting rid of their kitchens, but they were still advertising they had a kitchen. So that was really, really frustrating. Um, so the first thing I always ask is, you know, is the kitchen working? I want to make sure that I can heat up my food and there's going to be no catches when I get there. Because sometimes I'll get there like 11 p.m. at night or midnight or, you know, 6 a.m. And I really don't want to, you know, to go to turn on the oven and find out it doesn't work. So that's that's number one. Ask if everything works so there's no surprises, you know. Um, Number two, I always ask if there is a blender. So I always will say to them, you know, is there a blender or something I can use? And we'll uh, start talking about that a little bit later. So I also ask, you know, is there any special requirements for the gym? Do you need a key card? Because, um, you know, a lot of places, you know, a lot of these Airbnbs don't really think ahead a lot. Sometimes you need a key card to get in the gym. Some of the security can be kind of, you know, very strict. And uh, they, don't make it, they don't make it overly easy if you are just a, what they consider a visitor as opposed to the unit owner. So I've learned all these tricks over time, all these little hacks, you know. So, you know, make sure... Are there any catches to using the fitness facilities? Does the kitchen work? Does the kitchen have the tools you need? I need a pot. I need a pan. Um, you know, I need to make sure there's a, enough plates, a couple plates there and some silverware. I just want to make sure that I have a properly little stock kitchen. And is there or is there not um, a, a freezer is a good question. You know, I always like to have a freezer. So you throw some ice cubes in there uh, and maybe a little bit of frozen berries. And then um, also asking if there's a mini blender. So... Thinking ahead is going to be your big one, okay? So speaking of thinking ahead, we want to make sure that before we're going, we start planning our trip. You know, I start planning my trip and you start planning your trip a week before you go. Don't just think about it the day before you go. So what you want to do is you want to start thinking about your immunity. Like I told you before, those airplanes are just disease bags. You know, I mean, they found traces of feces and, and everything on the blankets there. So extremely terrible, especially those uh, pockets they keep the magazines in. I mean, you'll find stuffed Kleenexes down there. Those things are just terrible. So, you know, uh, the recycled air, um, all that sort of stuff. Is, they're just brutal petri dishes of disgustingness if you think about it. Um, so you want to start boosting your immune system by, you know, really making sure that your exercise is on par, especially the week before you go. So make sure you're doing some really good uh, training, but not just hard training. Make sure, that especially you're doing that recovery and that down regulation training. Make sure you bring your stress levels down because stress raises cortisol. And we want to make sure that, you know, while we, yes, exercise is great, but it does raise cortisol. So we want to make sure that week before we go, we're kind of de-stressed. We're kind of mellow when we get on that plane by really focusing on some yoga, some meditation, some really light cardio, that sort of stuff. Um, also, start thinking about, you know, your immunity, um, your greens. Start taking your greens and start eating really, really well before you go. Make sure you're getting really good sleep. 
and drinking lots of water. Water is so important, especially up in those plains. They dehydrate you. Um, so making sure that, you know, your water's on par. So what you do, especially, you know, the, uh, the day before you go, make sure you got lots of water in you. And when you wake up in the morning, when you're ready to go, make sure that you have a big glass of water waiting for you. I have a thing, what I do is I have my fresh um, mango banana orange smoothie in the morning. So I take my uh, coconut milk, I throw in some fresh fruit, I get it all ready the night before, so when I come down, because I usually I fly out quite early, I have a really healthy smoothie with greens in the morning, some protein in it. Um, and another thing, have your suitcases ready and down by the door, you know, in the morning. You don't want to be getting up in the morning, 4 or 5 a.m., whatever it is, and just, you know, chugging those, you know, the heavy suitcases or whatever you got down the stairs, you know. You just want to have everything right by the front door. So in the morning, you can just grab it and go. You want your morning to go as smooth as possible. So the night before, have everything packed. Do not even think about packing. Everything is packed and everything is sitting basically leaning against your front door in the morning so you can just grab it and go after you've had your big glass of water and after you've uh, had, you know, whatever it is, your healthy breakfast or your, you know, if uh, if you probably a smoothie is going to be the easiest thing for you. So start thinking about your immunity and your stress the week before you get going. And really make sure you drink that water because once you go through those immigration lines, you know, where they do the x-rays and stuff, they don't let you have water anymore. So you want to make sure that when you get up in the morning, you have your water on the way to the airport, you have your water. And when you get to the airport, try to drink a liter. Yes, you can usually buy water once you get through the other side of the airport and you can, but often you're looking at five, six, seven dollars for a bottle of water. It's crazy. So some of the airports, of course, you know, have, um, Refill stations, you can fill up at the water station if you need to. So if they make you dump out your water, you know, take that empty plastic bottle with you back and you go through or have an empty plastic bottle with you in your carry-on. So when you get the other side, you can fill it up again. So make sure you're getting the water. Obviously, you know, if you can, try to go get some really good water, some mineral water from one of the bars. Um, you know, the, usually the bars will carry some of the, some of the better waters at them. Um, you know, but if you don't have that access, then you're just drinking some tap water is better than nothing. But just stay very, very hydrated. Another thing I like to do, either before I go or when I get to the airport, because usually international flights, you know, you're looking two to three hours of waiting time at least. So what I like to do is, you know, I would like to buy a plain yogurt quite often, you know, help with the, uh, just have a little bit of probiotics in you. So I will often get a plain yogurt once I get to the airport, whether it's through a 7-Eleven or a Family Mart, whatever, whatever the convenience store is there. So having a yogurt or yogurt before you go is always a great idea. Um, so there we go. We got our eating our breakfast, you know, having a good healthy breakfast, having some yogurt, drinking lots of water the entire time. Now, let's talk about supplements. I also pack supplements with me. You want to have your, you know, you want to have your emergency super supplement pack with you when you're going. So two things I normally pack is my gym in a bag and my supplements. My gym in a bag, we'll talk about that really fast because it's really easy. It's basically just a band, a stretchy band that you can do some bicep curls with, different stuff. I just have one. It's just a light one. Um, and then I always have a very thin wire jumper, one of those ones they use in CrossFit a lot. Super easy. Just need those two things. You have your cardio and your resistance training. In case, you know, you uh, can't get to your gym, 
uh, when you get there because sometimes if you get to a place later early it's closed or just to do a little bit of um, extra work maybe if you don't have a gym even and then also I will take quite often with me one of these yoga tune-up mobility balls if you don't have one of those you can just grab a lacrosse ball though if you want and uh, we're gonna talk about why we do that a little bit later as well but that's my gym in a bag but the supplements I'm very lazy when it comes to supplements. I don't like to screw around and take like eight things. So what I do is I have an empty plastic you know, container with me. And inside that, I will dump in one scoop of protein for every day. So about 20, 30 grams of protein powder. I also add in, so if I'm going away for three days, I make sure I have three days worth of protein powder in this container. Then I will dump in, you know, as the greens. So if it's two tablespoons is one serving, whatever, six tablespoons, I make sure I dump in um, greens for every single day. And inside that same container, I will even just throw in the fish oil caps. I just literally go, okay, three fish oils a day. I'm gone for three days. That's nine. I just throw them into the powder as well. And even my magnesium, my ZMA, I throw that into the powder too. And then I have everything in one container. I don't have to mess around with a whole bunch of containers. So I've found that is just super, super easy. So protein, greens, and your fish oils. That's your proteins, you know, all your new phytonutrients, and then you got your omega-3s. And you're going to be pretty much ready to rock. So definitely I would suggest that. And then the ZMA, if in the morning I'm having my green powder protein, whatever it is, uh, I will just take out the ZMA with a teaspoon or whatever, and I just put them on the side, and I have those again at night. So I have to separate it a bit. And if I get too many fish oils, let's say I you know, put it into a container in my glass, and there's four fish oils, I'll just take one fish oil out put it back in the container. But this way, I just throw everything into one spot. Now, let's get back to the blender. So I like to take with me a travel blender. Now, I don't do this if I'm just going away for two or three days. What I will do in this time is I'll just use that powder I told you about. And I usually just go to the store and I'll buy like a greens juice or really healthy, no sugar added juice from a better grocery store. Um, and then I'll just use a shaker cup. So I don't really bother getting into a blender if I'm only going away for two or three nights. But anything a week or more, I will take a mini blender with me. Now, depending on where you are in the world, you can go get yourself, say, like a Nutribullet. Um, but over here in Asia, they don't sell the Nutribullets because it runs on a 110 currency and we have a 220 over here. So I honestly just went and bought myself a really cheap little blender that's actually extremely light. Uh, and that's important. And the Nutriblender is actually quite heavy. It's a carry-on item by itself. Um, I bought a really, I think it's about a $20 little cheap, very light blender. Now, I'm not going to throw a bunch of chunks of ice in it because it's not made to do that. But it can easily do my protein. It can do a bit of frozen fruit. So I'll often, if I'm having berries, what I'll do is I'll let them thaw out for uh, uh, overnight. So what I'll do is I'll just put them into a plastic container in a bowl and I'll put them in the fridge and I just let them thaw out overnight so they're kind of soft. And I will use a blender quite often. And then you can throw in some greens, some you know spinach or whatever it is you have going in there. And you have a really nice blender smoothies for the week. So packing a blender to me is really important. You know, one of those small travel, very light blenders. Um, I would really suggest that. Like I said, I will ask the Airbnb guys if they have a blender, but so far only one of about a dozen I've gone to actually has a blender. So uh, always having one of those is a very good idea. So that's kind of all your pre, that's kind of what you do before you even leave the front door. So then let's talk about when we get 
to the plane. So now we're inside the plane. We've gone through all the lines, lots of walking. One of the things you want to do is you want to book an aisle seat. Always book an aisle seat because this is the thing. They've shown some research has shown that it's, you know, you want to be able to move around a lot. They actually have shown that people who work out once a day for an hour but still have a sedentary job. So people who say sit down all day, they go to the gym, they do their butt break in one hour workout, but then they sit all day. They're only in 4%. You heard it, number four, 4% better shape than people who don't work out at all. So, um, you know, just doing that one hour of activity a day is no good. So it's not about one hour of amazing exercise. It's about movement throughout the day. So on an airplane, roughly every 30 minutes, you want to be getting up, taking a little bit of a stretch and a little bit of a walk. And if you're stuck in the middle seat or a window seat, you know, the people beside you are going to get really annoyed really fast. And then the other nice thing about it too, especially depending on how tall you are, is, you know, you can kind of stick your legs out, and you're at least your one leg, whichever it is, out to the side. Uh, and it gives you a little bit more room to be a little more uh, movable. So I would definitely suggest booking an aisle seat. Now, other things you can do too is when you are in your chair, one of the things that I really like to do is bum squeezes. So what you do is you just, you know, squeeze your bum as tight as you can and count to about five seconds. So squeeze one, two, three, four, five. Because see, one of the things that when you sit, your glutes relax and that puts a lot of pressure on your lower back, which is why people tend to get very, you know, sore lower backs from sitting um, because they're letting the glutes and the hamstrings relax. So if you can squeeze those glutes and kind of do what they call a glute activation, it's going to activate those muscles in your butt and take some of the pressure off the back. So, you know, if you have to, about every half an hour or so, try to do some butt squeezes between your stand-ups. So you do a stand-up, walk around a little bit, a couple stretches, you know, 15, 20 minutes later, you do some butt squeezes, you go back and forth between butt squeezes and getting up and moving. Now, I'm not saying you have to do jogs around the plane, just standing up, doing a little bit of a stretch, cracking out the back, taking a few little walks. Maybe if you want to go to the back of the plane, you can do a couple little lunges. Um, but just, you know, don't just sit there. The worst thing you can do is just sit there on a plane doing nothing. Another thing you want to do is keep your seat nice and upright. Focus on your posture. So a little tip you can have is pulling that seatbelt extra tight and keeping that seat straight up. And that's really going to force you to kind of straighten up and keep your posture. Uh, and then you combine that with the butt squeezes. Um, you're in for a really good ride compared to everybody else. Um, so that is my tips kind of for on the plane. Also trying to pack your own food on the plane, your own little snacks, some nuts and stuff. That plane food for the most part is pretty gross. Another thing you want to do on the plane is drink lots of water, okay? Those planes have a very low humidity. So you tend to get very dry, very fast. So either order just some water or order even better is just some soda water. Uh, if you can get bottled water, that's great. Just make sure it's not like recycled tap water. Or ordering, you know, a can or bottle of soda water uh, is going to be a really good choice for you as well. Now, 
Once you get off the plane, you want to walk, walk all you can, okay? Don't be one of those people that gets on those moving conveyor belts and you just stand there. You've just been sitting for hours. So make sure that you get out there and walk. And I actually like to walk quite quickly. I almost do a borderline run. So I like to really kind of get the, you know, I like to get moving and I like to get the heart rate going. So I will rarely, unless the airport's like literally like three kilometers long, I will rarely use those, um, um, those moving platforms. And I also try to take the stairs as opposed to the escalators. Because what you'll see, when you get there, watch everybody. Everybody, all those dozens or hundreds of people will pile into that escalator. And then the stairs, which might only be you know, 20 steps, uh, is sitting almost completely empty. So, you know, people have just been sitting and those steps are going to be great because they're going to work the glutes. So do two at a time. So just get out there and move all you can, okay? Really try to avoid uh, anything that's going to move you. Move yourself. Um, then, oh, actually, one thing I forgot. Sorry, I completely forgot about this. When you're on the plane, okay, you're going to be disconnected from the world. So this is a time to work on your dreams and work on fulfilling your goals, so one of the things I like to do is I like to learn. So I like to multitask. So quite often I will work on a, on a magazine article or I'll work on something that is fulfilling a goal that I want to do. But at the same time, I like to have some podcasts downloaded and I like to listen to a podcast while I'm doing my work. So I like to learn. So this is a great time to listen to some podcasts, um, have some articles that you want to read or read a book. Definitely, you know, have your time uh, and enjoy the fact that you're not getting a bunch of dings and rings, okay? So very important that's back on the plane, but let's get back off the plane again. Now, as soon as you get to your location, as soon as you can, if it's daytime, walk outside try to find a space where you can go for a little walk try to find some grass kick off your shoes and just walk around on that grass okay there's all these different you know research theories out there that talk about the energy fields created in the world and you ground yourself i don't know about all that sort of stuff that I means got some merit to it but just getting out there and getting some grass between your feet and really, your, your feet have almost as many sensory um, inputs as your hands. So your feet want to get out there. They get bored sitting in those shoes all day and doing nothing. So, you know, get out there and step on some rocks, step on some grass. Just get out there and get some sensory information going from your feet up to your brain. While at the same time, you know, getting some fresh air and especially some vitamin D. So try to get some sun. You know, have those arms exposed. If you're at an Airbnb or hotel that has a pool, you know, get out there and walk around a bit. So try to get outside as soon as you can. And another thing you're going to want to do is try to get in some movement. So I suggest as soon as you can as well, whether you get back to your room or you do it outside, do some mobility. Do a little bit of some yoga movements. If you don't know yoga, then I just, just figure it out, guys. Just do some stretches. Just stand up and reach to the sky. Reach down and touch your toes. Um, if, you, if you know a bit about mobility and you got that ball with you, then now is a great time to do some, you know, some dragon poses, some cat cows, um, some different little stuff. Now, what you can do is you can have a YouTube video, you know, maybe a five-minute yoga flow or something or mobility flow already saved on your phone or on your iPad, and you can just go through that. 
Um, so just start doing some mobility, get mobilized, get loosened up. I cannot, you know, I can't tell you more than that. It's just so important, you know, just to, to not be stiff. You know, that being stiff and it just has so many bad benefits, you know. And then try to get some cardio in there, you know. Try to get that heart rate going a little bit. So hit up the gym if you can. This is the thing, guys. It's really not rocket science. When you get off the plane, you get to your location, get loose, get limber, get your heart pumping, okay. That's really all there is to it. So if you take those, you know, if you take that, I don't know what's that, 10 or 12, I'm not actually sure how many tips that is. But a little bit of pre-planning and a little bit of imagination and motivation will go such a long way to making sure that you stay fit and healthy on your trip. You can take full advantage of your trip. And last thing I can tell you, don't be super serious. Having a trip is a time to relax and enjoy life a little bit. So have that Vietnamese coffee, you know? Don't be like, oh, there's, a, there's sugar, there's some carnation milk in that cup. Well, that's fine. Enjoy a Vietnamese coffee if you're in Vietnam, you know? Enjoy some nasi lemak, you know, if you're in Indonesia. Loosen up a little bit, you know? Follow the 80-20 rule. Do everything I told you, but don't be a stickler when it comes to, you know, making sure you're eating as clean as you do at home. Enjoy your vacation. Try to find some new foods because honestly, if you're there and all you're thinking about is optimized, optimized health, then that's going to be a stress too. So part of not having stress is just not having freaking stress. So, you know, just relax, have fun, follow your healthy nutrition guidelines for the most part, but enjoy some new and novel foods and don't go worrying about if you're in France, have a croissant. You know, nobody's going to judge you. I'm not judging you. Have a chocolate croissant, you know, have some fun on your trip. So hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the Thrive Life podcast. Uh, make sure you come back again. We're now switched to every two weeks, every two weeks, because I'm trying to get the Active Life Asia vodcast rocking as well. So if you're on Facebook right now, because it's only on Facebook and YouTube, you can check out the Active Life Asia podcast or it's actually a vodcast so check that one out as well and again like i said please visit me at www.roaralexander.com and if you happen to be a fitness pro or somebody who wants to make fitness and nutrition a part of their career and you want to go inspire people and help people around the world then please make sure you check out www.thrivefitacademy.com that is my fitness academy where we do uh, personal training and many different fitness and nutrition certifications as well as continuing education and skills for fitness, uh, fitness careers. So if your goal is to become that, we hold them all over Asia. I mean, we're rocking them in the Philippines, Myanmar, uh, Thailand, you know, we Singapore and Hong Kong coming up in the future. We got Indonesia getting ready to rock really soon, uh, Malaysia. Uh, and then, you know, we're just, we're just focusing on taking over. So make sure you guys please check that out. And again, thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Thrive Life Podcast. I'm Roy Alexander, and I will talk to you soon.